Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hi, I'm Brooklyn Summer. Every four seconds, a child disappears somewhere in the world. Imagine a family's pain when a child's been stolen. Human trafficking is a global epidemic. Voices Against Trafficking speaks for victims who are locked in a world of hopelessness. Broken Treasures, You Hold the Key is a music compilation featuring artists and celebrities who want to save the world's children. Right now, you can help save someone's child. Go to VoicesAgainstTrafficking.com today. Proceeds benefit child victims. We can free them, but you hold the key. Welcome to the Songwriter Connection Podcast, where we look at the craft of songwriting through the eyes of a songwriter. Each week, we make a connection with a music maker, listen to their songs, and hear their stories. From Nashville, Tennessee, here's your host, Dave Lenahan. Well, there are so many things that I love about this town. Going to songwriter nights, meeting new people that create uh, fantastic music. And the whole podcast kind of grew out of that, making that a connection with people. And I come across folks that I just am dying to introduce you to, and you can make the connection with as well. Uh, these folks today that are with me, uh, I got turned on to them by uh, my good friend Sherry uh, Sherry Cranford. Uh, was uh, This fall, she sent me a track of Courtney Lynn and Quinn. Doesn't it sound great together? <laughs> it's like it was meant to be, right? I, I Courtney so. Lynn and Quinn. Yes. And I listened to a song that I'm going to play for you here in a little bit and it just blew me away. I thought, hey, I said, sure, I got to get it wrong. Let's get them on. Uh, let's book a time. So, Courtney Lynn and Quinn, tell you a little bit about their America. America, Americana folk duo, and I know what you're saying, Dave. Are you are you citing a genre? <laughs> Forgive me. You know, you gotta. It's like you said, you gotta. Sometimes you have to pick a absolutely a lane, right? I mean, you just have to. <laughs> Do we fall into it? I have no idea. You, 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 you have to stay in that lane, right? Because yeah. you grow in, in as an artist, you know. But I guess that's what they're saying right now. Uh, but but uh, Courtney Lynn and Quinn, they're a married front women uh, uh, duo. Uh, it's Courtney Lynn Russell. Hi. Hi. And Quinn uh, Russell. Hello. Hello. I love the names. Uh, and, and so you're based out of Wilmington, North Carolina? Correct. And there's the other nice thing about Nashville. I meet people from all over the world. We had Sean Casey not too long ago from South Africa. And eventually folks make their way to Nashville because it's a music capital. And you're passing through from Indian Indianapolis? Yeah, we're all over. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You got your big mobile home parked out front. I love it. It's awesome. Uh, and uh, Courtney Lee, that's where you're from, right? Indianapolis. Yes. Yep. Yeah. That's where I, I was born and raised. And uh-huh. um, yeah, I didn't stay there long. I turned nope. 18 and did a lot of traveling and landed in Wilmington with this one. Uh, yeah. We're going to get the whole story here in just a little oh, bit. Yeah. But I want to I want to share with folks uh, the, the song that that I discovered you uh, with and that I just I just love love the progression the groove uh, and uh, a lot of different styles mixed in and we're going to talk about it. It's called Found My Love and they are Courtney Lynn and Quinn and you're listening to the Songwriter Connection podcast. So good to have you, ladies here. Thank, Thank you. you.
stuff and you can find Courtney Lynn and Quinn streaming everywhere I have run up your Spotify oh, <laughs> playlist a lot I that mean, was that bump in numbers yeah thank it was, you it was, it was me came from uh, Nashville so. good 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 awesome I love that song I love and I love the sound that you have re- you recorded here in Nashville right we did off the row off the row uh-huh. um, with Houston and Aaron and uh, we just mm. adore them Dang adore it. them and mm-hmm. and the process was incredible and Oh my lord! It was such an experience. Oh, so, any artists out there looking for an amazing experience at a studio off the rail? I'm glad you got a chance to plug them because you know yeah. I, I love what they've done with your sound, and it's so important to find somebody that could bring that song uh, sound to to life. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Uh, the way you hear it sonically in your head, and because uh, sometimes it doesn't always work out that way. Definitely know? not. You know? No. Well, and we've yeah. had you know we've it was definitely our Goldilocks. Um, yeah recording experience and i think thus far yeah for sure when you find people who treat you well and who make a great product like i always want to lift that up because this industry can be tough it can be and and it can be tough and and it's a tough journey and you got to enjoy it as you go and i imagine um and when you go back to that song you found my love uh not only your love for music but your love for each other Mm -hmm. and so you've got each other to take that journey with and that's pretty special so Mm -hmm. i think that song is is goes deeper doesn't it Oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> so tell us about the writing of that song, Courtney. Oh, I sat on this song. This was like a, a iPhone recording for like two years, really? and I just had like a verse and a chorus, and I loved it, but I just never could find the time to finish it. Yeah. Um. Or I don't know, like the inspiration to finish it. And yeah. Then I hear you. Uh-huh. One day, Quinn ran some errands, and I was sitting at home. I was like, I'm gonna circle back around to this song, and it just all came out, and like. Did it really? Like 10 minutes. It's funny. She's kind of this way. Like, she'll start hermit about song writing, writing a song. Mm-hmm. And she'll get, like, I don't know, maybe, like, a little ditty on the guitar done and, like, some nonsense words. And then she'll record it to remember it. And then she'll forget about it. Mm. And then we'll go back through, like, voice recordings and be like, oh, that one. I remember that. That was a good one. We should work on that. And then she, like, she can't. It's like, it has to come to her. Mm. So, like, in these moments, it's, like, so funny. I'll, like, leave. And then I'll come back and she'll be like, I finished an entire song in 30 minutes. And I was like, what? Oh. <laughs> it's like these to get toilet just paper. inspirational moments that yeah. just come out. So. And, you know, that's a really good point because, you know, a lot of times here in Nashville, especially, we'll, we'll set up co-writing appointments. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and you know, it can be a, a 9 to 5, not really 9 to 5, but like 10 to 6 mm-hmm. <laughs> sometimes later. Uh, and, and you're trying to be creative in those time. And it doesn't always happen in those little, I'm going to write from 10 until 1 today yeah. with you. And, I mean, it's, yeah, it's hard to put it in a box, isn't it? I mean, yeah. it's, creativity is going to happen when it happens. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. what do you? So that's how you handle that. You'll record a part of it and come back to it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I mean, and some, you know, sometimes you sit down and it all comes out in five minutes. And sometimes you sit on a song for, for years. Yeah. And this is one that was sat on for a couple years. And, mm-hmm. But then when it came out, I was like, man, I love this. But I was so nervous about the... The genre, I was like, this is very different from anything we've done. And Quinn from the beginning was just yeah. like, don't worry about it. Yeah. Music See, that's how I fun. am too. Don't worry about it. Right. Yeah. How was it different from what you were doing in the past? 
it's more soulful kind of like r&b you know not not necessarily like folky and i think a lot of our stuff in the past has been like folk driven Mm -hmm. i would say yeah with some like southern rock tones in certain songs Yeah, like you know, that. like tired, for example, mm-hmm. or even forgive you is like that boom, 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 yeah. like darker mm-hmm. kind of maybe alternative. But this was like so different from mm-hmm. any of the other songs that we've ever developed before. And I remember her being like, I just don't know where it's going to fit. And I was like, it will fit. It'll it will fit. just fit. Just yeah. put it out there. It'll be a single. Yeah. It it'll be its own thing. And anything. That's exactly. Right. Yeah. Oh, it's done very well for you. Well, and I was just talking today. We were listening to music here on the way here on the drive. And um, one of my favorite songs uh, is Speechless by Dan and Shay. Mm-hmm. And I was telling Courtney, I was like, this isn't really even a country song. It's R&B. Yeah. That song is like so classically R&B. Yeah. If you really think about if you the musicality of it. But they're country artists, so it's like whatever. It, exactly. It's one of their biggest hits. You the know, lines are all blurred these mm-hmm. days. Yeah, you know? yeah. I was saying on a previous podcast. I remember driving to Cincinnati not too long ago, hearing, and I can't even tell you what it was. And I remember cranking it up and saying to my wife Patty, uh, "If you didn't know we were listening to a country station, would you say that's a country song? What about that is country? There wasn't any traditional country uh, instruments in mm-hmm. it. It was very beat uh, and groove driven." Uh, more poppy hip hop than country, but yet it's a country artist. So I guess you know. So I hear what you're saying. Yeah. Now, Quinn, you've had a lot of musical influences, and yes. I think that's really cool. Uh, share some of those and in, in, in how you came about. Oh my gosh. Uh, well, I started as a dancer. You were a dancer. That's right. Yeah. I so I started at the YMCA dance program when I was two and a half. And then I quickly, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, you're fine. And then I quickly transitioned to a studio and then fell in love and just stayed dancing my whole life. So Mm -hmm. through dance, you know, I was in different genres of dance, like hip hop and tap and jazz and musical theater and contemporary. So with all of those different genres, you obviously have different musical Mm -hmm. styles coming into those routines. And that just made me fall in love with music of all different types and then in high school, I kind of went through this like nerd phase where I fell in love with jazz music, like oh, old jazz school too. jazz, like Ella oh, Fitzgerald uh, and, you know, Dinah uh, Shore and mm-hmm. just all these old school jazz music. I was like in love with the Coltrane. sound of it. Coltrane. Yeah, Coltrane. King. Yeah, exactly. King. Yeah. Um, and then I don't know. My, my mom also was a big influence in my music. Was she uh, musical? She, she was a lead singer in a band for a long, long time. Oh, wow. Um, sure. And... So from the time I was like in the womb, she was always singing to me and my influence of like Motown and soul and like that kind of like beach music came from her for sure. And then I also have my dad who's like really into music, but his is more like Led Zeppelin. And Mm -hmm. so just like all colors of music have filled into my life and I just love it. And uh, so there's a little bit of that in all that you do Mm -hmm. and it creates what you, uh, the magical sound that you have right now. Quirtilyn, how about you? I know you both are into country music, too, but uh, you had other influences as well. That's my wife, Patty. Hi, Patty. Hi, Patty. Hi, Patty. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, we, we're such polar opposites in so many ways, and this is a great example. Quinn grew up in this very musical fam- mm-hmm. family with a lot of musical influences, and I yeah. really didn't. No one in my no? family is particularly musical. Um, not a big variety of musical taste coming into really? the household. Uh-huh. And I just had it in me though. From the time I can remember, I really? was saying people yeah. would ask me, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I would be, be like, I want to be a singer. No you know, kidding. a lot of kids say that, but then yeah. once I started getting into middle school, like, I'm serious. No, I'm really serious. But <laughs> yeah. I got into middle school and high school and I went through this phase where I would ask for a different instrument every year. Really? And so I asked for a harmonica and, uh, you know, I just, didn't come naturally to me, so I put it away. And then the next I can year, I figure out how to bend those notes. Oh, gosh. Yeah, that's right? a tough, tough instrument. Tough People don't realize. Don't realize yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the next year, I asked for a piano, and it just collected dust. And then one year, I asked for a guitar, and there was something about that guitar in my hands that yeah. I just—I mean, the first night I had it, yeah. I learned three chords and wrote a song. Ooh, and three chords in the truth. Right? That's, it. that's that's it. all you need. Yeah. And I fell in love with songwriting, and so for me, music is such an internal process and it's really like a therapeutic process for me and it is not so much about um it is now but in the beginning especially it wasn't about what I was giving other people I was giving something to myself and so uh 
yeah, it was a form of expression to, yeah. to, to get your emotions and feelings. Out. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And then I, I met her and I was like, no, you're going to give this to other people. Cause I want to keep hearing it. And I also want to <laughs> perform with you. So <laughs> see, it's good to have that kind of uh, yin and yang. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So how old were you when you picked up the guitar? I was 15. 15. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, you play pretty well. Well, you thank you. You really well. Yeah. I never, I, I wish I played better sometimes. I didn't take oh, lessons. We all and do. I, I don't have the theory in my mind. So I was telling, I was telling you earlier, you know, sometimes like our bandmates will be like, Hey, what keys this in? And uh, let me transpose that to this or that. And I'm like, I, I think it's in Q sharp. Okay. <laughs> cannot help you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, you know, I got a lifetime to keep learning. <laughs> yes, you do. So, and we learn a little every day, don't we? Yes, we do. The common right. thread of music for us, for sure, though, is like nineties, two thousands country. Well, I think that was, that was the, that was the era. That's when I was doing country radio in Cincinnati and we were all, even us disc jockeys were rock stars. It was crazy. Oh my gosh. Crazy time. Garth Brooks, right? Big, oh. Big influence. He's yeah. our like number one. Yeah. We're, like, is he in, really? Oh, yes. we're like in love with Garth Brooks. Wow. Seriously. Actually, I'll give you a fun story. This is a fun story. Oh, I love story. it. I love Quinn and I's first date. Uh-huh. Um, I decided th- this is a real country first date. Yeah, I really took her is. to the state fair, won her Ooh. goldfish, which we named Garth. And then... <laughs> We have Garth the second, Garth the third as well. Goldfish time. Oh no! And then we went to the Garth Brooks concert, and <sighs> through this like big chain of events, we had pretty good tickets. We lost them. No. We had to go the following weekend, and then we had nosebleeds. Terrible. I mean, like I mean, the worst, like the highest up you could possibly think. But we didn't mm-hmm. care. We were like, we're so excited. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah. care. Yeah. yeah. And um, we walk out to go to the restroom, and these people come up to us, and they're like, "Hey, you guys." excited about the concert and we're like yeah they're like you're pretty big fans and we were like yeah huge fans we were like yeah it's so and they're good. like oh like you think garth brooks is better than like george Strait?" or i was like i mean uh. he's my favorite and and then finally they were like what do you think should we give him front row or second row and they handed us two no. front row tickets and that was our first date together are and you kidding yes me? it was I touched wild. His boot. Who you touched his boot <laughs> You still never washed that. I never washed that. Yeah. <laughs> he poured water on me. Oh my god! No, um, they were like part of his um, security crew or something. But How awesome. come to find out, Garth Brooks does this at every concert. He buys the first two like rows. So we've heard, and ah. he gives those to like his biggest fans. So he always looks for like nosebleed seat people. Isn't that cool? Isn't that mm-hmm. awesome? He's such I a cool love guy. That he is such a. Cool He's like guy. the coolest guy ever, and just very sincere and, and, mm-hmm. and very nice. Yeah. So I want to say, how do you top a first date like that? You don't. You don't. We've never. <laughs> we've never surpassed that moment. <laughs> you don't. <laughs> it was you amazing. Don't. That is it's amazing. like it's all downhill from oh, here, like, honey. Well. It's an incredible story. Yeah. I absolutely love it. Yeah, it was you fun. You guys are incredible. <laughs> Let's do another song, all right? And, and I want to talk a little bit about your new release that's out right now. Because we talk about the stories and, and, and uh, how songs are written, getting under the hood, the nuts and bolts. And this has a very interesting story. I've, I've done this a few times, and it's not very, it's not the, it's a challenge every time. When somebody comes to me with a lyric and says, can you put a melody to it? Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's the story behind this song, isn't yeah. it? Tell me about that process and how it was brought to you and, and how it came about. Yeah, so we we played this open mic in um, Wilmington and Voice and Pen, actually. actually. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, mm-hmm. they do a live. I love that podcast. They do a live open open mic style. It's more like a showcase. showcase. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's cool. And so we played Voice and Pen showcase. Uh-huh. And um, this gentleman, Kim Thomas, is he's from Wilmington, and he heard us play and reached out to us and said, you know, I'm not, I'm not particularly musical, but I, I love music and I love to write lyrics and Uh I'm looking for artists that can take those lyrics and turn them into songs. Uh And at the time I was really trying to stretch myself and how I write music. And so it was an interesting opportunity for us. And he gave us like 30 songs to look through. Wow. And this one just stood out to me. I connected with it and I, I felt like it could be a good country song. And, well, and could you, from from reading the lyric over, could you kind of hear a melody as you're reading it or a cadence or? No, no, no. I just had to sit down and start messing around on guitar. And I, I usually like hum out a melody to yeah. a guitar progression that I like. Yeah. But obviously this time there's lyrics in front of me. So I'm trying to fit those lyrics into a, a progression melody. and figure out how does this change from verse to chorus and it was fun i really enjoyed it what a challenge that must have been yeah and i keep thinking about guys like uh well like elton john i mean he did it all the time barney talking give him lyrics and then he would turn him into this great song but it's that's it's not the easiest thing isn't it 
I don't know. Some in some way, it kind of takes the pressure off a little bit. Does it? Yeah, because yeah. then you just like you got the words already. You have the story, so you have the feel. Uh-huh. You know the emotion of what's supposed to be communicated there, and I felt like the other part came a little bit easier. I don't know. I do it that way every time, but mm-hmm. yeah. it's fun. Yeah, well, it is. That that is that is really cool. Also, I think it's just interesting to. Um, try to make someone else's story come to light with with a song like the mm-hmm. the anticipation of or yeah that's the right word of like what's he gonna think when we yeah the pressure like yeah these this is he these are his words yeah you know we don't want him to like hate it you know mm-hmm. it was kind of exciting mm-hmm. it was like a little bit you know you as an artist sometimes i think you can get stuck in sort of like a uh rut not a rut but like just like the doing the same thing over and over again mm-hmm. and so doing this project was nice because it was almost like refreshing it was like mm-hmm. refreshing yeah yeah a little bit of excitement and like is he gonna well, like it you know yeah it's good so that's gonna be like quite did he like it what did he say when he first heard you yeah, oh, he, yeah he loved he it really loved yeah. it. Yeah. He's, he's really um very excited about it, it. Mm-hmm. yeah so well done um yeah. this reminds me though you know when when quinn and i met we met out in la and we were roommates with someone who is a like an agent for dancers and so okay. we would meet these like incredible um dancers and this one guy teddy florence i think was his name i don't remember his last name <clears throat> just teddy. incredible dancer and i was playing guitar one day and he just started kind of improv dancing to it oh, cool. and i thought wow what an amazing thing to see someone creating art to my art and in some way this experience was kind of like that but in reverse for me where i got to like create something on top of someone else's creation and it felt like a really powerful collaboration and i think he felt that way too Mm -hmm. and so so yeah Yeah. it's been fun yeah let's hear this song all right special song (laughs) whiskey remembers it's called right yes it is yeah Plans on putting you there Finally in a good mood Meeting my friends like I just don't care Did the mad thing, did the sad thing Now I'm seeing clear Another round of weed Bartender pour me the memories Jim Jack and all my senses be You got them Cause the whiskey baby Always remembers Went by so damn fast And now it's our history Shaking my head Shaking you off Not enough Or one too many Better hit me again Bartender pour me the memory Jack and all my senses, please. You may not want them, but you got them. Cause the whiskey, baby, always remembers. Set the date in September. Pick the beach in October. Ring shopping in November. like lightning bolts across my brain beaches and kissing in the rain better make it a double to pour me the memories Jim Jack and all my senses please you may not want them but you got them cause the whiskey baby always remembers set the date in September pick the beach in October ring shopping in November here with Jim and Jack in December set the date in September Pick the beach in October 
My favorite thing about Nashville is just this right here. <laughs> Live around the dining room table, Courtney, Lynn, and Quinn, our guests in the Songwriter Connection. It's called Whiskey Remembers. It's streaming everywhere right now. It's a great song. Uh, add that to your collection, your Spotify playlist, if that's what you do. Uh, and we'll be right back right after this. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You're listening to the Songwriter Connection. Connecting with music makers and hearing their songs and stories. Now back to the show with your host, Dave Linehan. Well, this month we are celebrating 500K, SCP 500K. That's 500,000 downloads and streams. And listeners out there, we certainly appreciate you spreading the word. If you're listening on uh, YouTube, please like and subscribe. We have yet to monetize there. It may take doing a video podcast or looking into that. I don't know. But I'm a radio guy who needs to see my radio face. So but we'll see. You never know. Because it's not about me. It's about great artists like Courtney Lynn and Quinn, who are our guests today. Uh, good to have you here, ladies. Thank you for stopping in on your way through from oh. Indianapolis to Wilmington, North Carolina. Uh, thank you for making time to stop thank in. You. Oh, thank you. Thank you for a pleasure. Us. Yeah, thank That's you awesome. so much. It's always yeah. so fun to do stuff like this and be able. I mean, you know, being able to share the stories behind the music right. and things like that. That's what we love doing too. So yeah. it's that's what I'm all about. Very yeah. nice. And you met in L.A. Uh, did. Yeah. So Courtney Lynn from Indianapolis, uh, Quinn from Wilmington, North Carolina, somehow met in L.A. Mm-hmm. It was meant to be. Well, how, tell, that story, tell the whole story is actually very interesting. It's is serendipitous. It? It's it really serendipitous. Is. Yeah. So I was living in New York City, um, dancing and singing and whatever. My nephew did that for a while. He's a dancer. Oh, really? Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. I loved, I loved, I loved New York. Um, but I, I started, uh, working with this touring company. Uh, it was like a dance convention and got close with some of the, um, choreographers and, um, great experience in my life. And they were kind of like, you should try LA. I feel like you're kind of more of a commercial style dancer. It might work out better for you, blah, blah. Hmm. And I was like, okay, well I love New York, but I do feel like I'm kind of getting stuck here. So maybe I'll try the West coast. Mm. So I moved as a trial, um, and I was going to give it three months of staying with some friends out there. And one of my coworkers, um, who was also a dance agent, mm-hmm. uh, offered me her couch. She was like, you can just stay with me. Like, it's not that long and like, whatever, it's fine. Which was really nice <laughs> of her. Um, and at the same exact time, I'll let you finish. Uh, so <laughs> Quinn's coworker, mm-hmm. um, had met a roommate on Craigslist and that roommate was a good high school friend of mine. Ah. And so at the same time, (laughs) my friend was saying, why don't you come try a layout? Um, and you can sleep on my couch. And so Quinn and I get there and we always joke. We're kind of standing over the same couch. Like, wait, I thought this was whose couch is my couch. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no. And, uh, you know, LA didn't work out for either of us. I think only I'm a small town girl. I mean, I grew up in like, cornfields in indiana and mm. la was too big and busy for me and so i was out of there in like three months mm. and but we hit it off immediately you know just became instant friends and um were you music. singing together yeah then? we Did were, you start singing together well, then? well uh, not really not mm. like out like in the house just in the house like just for fun mm. hanging out you know mm-hmm. but she was only there for like three months mm-hmm. oh. i ended up staying for two and a half years and i actually i then became roommates with her 
friend from Indiana. Yeah. Oh, okay. Right. Uh, so we're, we're all, all really close friends now. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, we, we both took our own paths for like three or four years and, mm-hmm. um, it wasn't until later that, um, I was living in Arizona at this point and Quinn was kind of getting tired of LA and you a little burnt out, I think on I the was industry. Burnt out, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, it sometimes it happens. Yeah. yeah. I said, well, why don't you just move to Arizona? I'll get you. I was working in social work. I was like, I'll get you a job where I work. And I have a yeah. biology degree. So it worked out. Yeah. yeah. Really? Wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and so she moved there and then it was, wasn't too long after that, that we were like, no, there's, there's more here, both musically and romantically, obviously. And so yeah. that began our life together. And, mm-hmm. and then we moved to North Carolina. Yeah, we started doing open mic nights in Phoenix. And that's really when we started doing music together. And okay. yeah. started the open mic nights. Yep, mm-hmm. yeah. sure did. Yeah. And you knew there was something there. It's a rite of passage. We all have to do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When did you start writing together? In, in, oh. At the same time? No, not real. Well, kind yeah, kind of because we wrote our first song ever together was like right in that moment. Mm-hmm. Um, really? Yeah, th- we met this guy at one of the open mics that we did, named Francisco, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, yeah, I was like, that's his name, right? Yeah, and he was awesome. He was just he ran this awesome open mic night at one of our favorite spots, and <clears throat> he like invited us over one night. We were all chilling, like having a few beers, and he was like, I have this guitar line that I really love, but I can't write to it. And Courtney was like, can you teach it to me? And he was like, yeah. She goes, do you mind if we write something to it? And he's like, wow. no, please. That'd be awesome. So that was our first co-write was in Do you that know that line? line? Can you, do you know the riff? Oh, I'm just it's curious, I'm curious a, to hear Yeah, it it's more of a progression like, uh. Indeed. Oh gosh, why am I forgetting well, this? Well, you're also in the wrong, you got to put your capo up here. Oh yeah. Major seven. Seven, no, I'm playing. I'm. Uh, you know playing what I'm doing right me. now? I'm playing "Kiss Me." Yeah, I was like, that's very close. Though. I was like, that's not the song. Yeah. Love I love all those seven chords. So some obviously must have resonated there, and you, I can write to that. That was oh, it. That was yeah. the, the, that little ditty. Yeah, and yeah. then so. But we wrote that song so quickly together. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. wild. I, yeah, it was. She's been a writer for a long time, and I've dabbled in like trying to write. I've written a couple of my own like little tunes here and there, but like mm-hmm. it does. Now, not... Do you play an instrument when I was? It was one. No, not really. No. I mean, I've dabbled on guitar. <laughs> so yeah. I know. Yeah. I really wish no. I played an instrument. Yeah. Um, no, I I learned guitar basics mm-hmm. enough to chord structure and create to but not some of my favorite songwriters don't play an instrument you know mm-hmm. or if they do it's just a little bit like a little dabble you yeah know? yeah it doesn't it's still you know and I, I hate to hear people first thing you know hi i uh i'm not really a songwriter but i, I write lyrics i go wait a minute stop no or they'll say i'm just a lyricist and i go shut your mouth that's, <laughs> the, what, that's one of the hardest parts that's the lyric. hardest thing yeah, yeah. so yeah. yeah so anyway so, yeah very cool mm-hmm. wonderful well um how about another song? Um, and I, I always hate to throw out a song to play because no. I want to put you on the spot. Shoot. But you got one that I really love called Fire. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's and, one of our favorites. And there's got to be a, a story behind that, too. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Again, this is a great love song, isn't it? Yes, it is. Well, we wrote this song to each other, um, kind of reflecting on our wedding day. Mm. Mm-hmm. In the video, there's pictures of that yeah of your yeah. wedding day mm-hmm. yeah wonderful yeah how long how long has it been five years five years. october october 12th of this year five Oldly years wits. oh my god yeah <laughs> yeah it doesn't feel like it it's no? crazy like i think about it and i'm like god that really I was know. five years ago yeah that's the thing yeah in a blink it's yeah. crazy fire here we go
control myself You're my favorite pursuit And you make me feel fire It's burning deep in my bones You look so make me feel high Let's go to parts unknown a time where I'm thinking it would be really cool to have a video podcast if they could see the way you guys were singing to each other oh. and looks in your eyes. Thanks for sharing your love. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Really yes. touching song and oh. a great song. Thank, thank you. you. Really, really we're a little biased to it, honestly. <laughs> you know, that was one of them, though, that um, I was saying earlier, sometimes you write songs and you just, you're not sure about it. You just throw it out there and you're not mm-hmm. sure how people are going to feel about it. I've written songs that I love yeah. and people just are not super receptive to and then right. I've written, I mean, I love this song too, but I was like, it's a ballad, you know, yeah. I don't know, like how people mm-hmm. feel about it. It's yeah. by far the song that people uh, request the most and we play it at weddings all the time yeah. and it's just oh, blown me away. Song. Yeah. Oh, what a great wedding song. Yeah. What an honor too. Yeah. yeah. Such an honor. Your harmony is so incredible and, and, and tight. And, and Quinn, you're, I know you have a story behind your harmonies and how you learn to sing harmony and I want to I talk do. about that. Yeah, for sure. Um, it's weird. I never realized that I even like had like a gift in it really, I guess I would say, because like my mom is a gift. I really do. When I know people that are very good because they can hear that harmony and then, and sing it. Mm -hmm. And it's hard to block out the lead to to sing your harmony, but Mm -hmm. you you learned that at a very young age. Yeah, I did. So that's the thing. Like I didn't, I didn't really know what I was doing. I just knew that my mom, anytime we were in the car, like I told you, my mom, my mom was a singer. She was a singer in a band for a long time. And Mm -hmm. so a lot of my musical influence and and desire to sing came from her. And so anytime we were in the car, I mean, you go on a trip with my mom and the radio is nonstop playing and she is singing every single song. Like she should go on that show where they ask you, like what's the the song? Yeah. She would win every time. Seriously. She knows like every song, but she would be singing and 
at a young age, I didn't really understand how to explain it, but she would always sing a harmony. Mm-hmm. Like I would realize that like she's singing different than like what the singer's doing, but it sounds really pretty. Like it's different though. Mm-hmm. And so I would just start doing that with yeah. her. Yeah. Like matching that with her. Cause uh-huh. I thought it sounded so cool. And you didn't even know what you were doing. And I didn't know what I was doing. I mean, I was like, pff, I don't know, eight, nine, you know, uh-huh. like going to dance trips and we're doing this in the car. And then as I got older, I got into chorus and then I was like, Oh, Ooh. this is what I'm doing. I'm doing harmonies. And I had already developed like sort of an ear for it. Mm-hmm. So I was an alto. My, all my chorus teachers put me as an alto, alto. because altos are always doing harmony parts. Mm-hmm. And so that even encouraged it more. Yeah. And now I'm at this place in my life. She makes fun of me because she's like, you cannot sing a melody, can you? I'm like, no, I can't. <laughs> you always like, sing the harmony. I always sing the harmony, whether the low or the mid or like, I just. I think that's magical. Yeah, I think I that's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. What's funny is I was in chorus too growing up and I would always be put as an alto, but I just memorized them. I was I didn't have no ear for harmony whatsoever, but I would hear it and I would listen to the people around me and I'd just memorize it. Uh-huh. And then so when we started playing music together, she was like, "Well, sing this harmony." I'm like, "I I can't." <laughs> so she'll teach. I mean, the harmonies I do, she will teach them to me, and I'll yeah. memorize. My brother them. used to do the same with me. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, I couldn't normally. I was. I had the tin ear. My brother had the perfect pitch. You know? Oh yeah. He'd say, "No, it's just right here." You know. <laughs> so, what? Did, how did you feel, Courtney Lynn, first time you heard Quinn sing harmony with you? I mean, that oh. must have been. There's nothing like a good harmony. I mean, it makes my heart melt listening yeah. to a good harmony. And when you were singing something and then someone adds to it, mm-hmm. it and it, it makes the sound so much fuller. It's like it was like half of what it should have been before. Yeah. You jump in and I'm like, there it is. Like, that's how it's supposed to sound. It's the yeah. most beautiful thing in the world to me. I think so, too. I'm in love with her harmonies. I tell her that all the time. Even when we're in the car and she'll sing a harmony to a song, I'll just be like... Oh, so pretty. <laughs> Do that again. <laughs> yeah. Or... <laughs> I, yeah, it's, it's, it's been great. I, I will never forget the first time I messed around with harmonies on a song of hers. We mm-hmm. were actually in LA on that couch playing on music. Couch. Yeah. On and couch. she was like, I, I've been writing this song. And I was like, oh, you should play it. And like, I heard enough of it. So that the next time the chorus came through, I knew the words enough to like do a harmony. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh. Oh my God. Just beaming. Oh my God. Uh, do that again. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, oh, yay. You like it. Okay, cool. I want to back up because she just claimed the uh, couch. She said, my couch. Oh, she got the couch. <laughs> yeah. I, I shared a bed with couch. my friend. See, there's still an argument there. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because most people think like you're sleeping on the couch is a bad thing, right? No, like, no one. Who wants the couch? couch really? <laughs> right? So. But I wanted the couch. Share the floor. (laughs) No, I ended up splitting a bed with my friend for Uh, a couple months. But yeah, that gets old fast. You get some elbows in the ribs. I'm pretty sure Kayla was like, get out of my bed already. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I would flash back like that. But uh, we're talking about harmony. Did you have favorite songs to sing harmony songs? What are some of your favorite harmony songs? Oy. That one's tough. Yeah, that's a tough question. That's really hard. Oh. That's a good question. I think of the Eagles right away. Ah, I grew up Eagles? on that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Eagles. Seven Bridges Road. You had five-part yeah. harmony. Mm. Oh. But you know what I actually really in lo- I, I enjoy and love doing more than singing harmonies to songs that already have harmonies mm-hmm. is singing to songs that don't have a harmony and adding a harmony. Because ah. <laughs> so, I'm like, I'm like, uh, what do you call it? Um challenging myself oh you know like i'm like challenging i'm like there isn't a harmony here so i can't just follow someone like i have to yeah i have to create it myself so i don't really have like a particular song that comes to mind but i really love to find songs that don't have one and make one it's my favorite thing (laughs) you definitely have a harmony thing going you really do you really do and it's beyond music so it's really something thank you how about a song to take us out? I've really enjoyed your story and hearing all about you guys and what you're doing. And I know that you're keeping busy. Take a little break right now, but you you travel a lot and you play. You've, you've been seeing the world with your music. Ooh, you? yeah. yeah, we've been super busy. We've been so busy that I, I kind of, well, Quinn just has like the Energizer Bunny <laughs> type of uh, stamina. I mean, she yeah. can go. Yeah. I don't think there's anything that could slow her down except for me. <laughs> I was like, I need a break. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. So we're taking a little break, but yeah, yeah we've been, yeah. we've been busy. You know, we've talked in the past too on the show and I, and I wanted to mention this too, uh, before you know the next song, we always talk about how you define success and how you define it in your own way. Um, and, and I had a good friend ask me the other day, so w- what does it mean to be successful? I go, dude, you're not listening to my podcast, are you? <laughs> <laughs> 
I think it's to me it's it's what you how you said it and how you see and enjoying the journey and Quinn one of the quotes I've seen you said even if I don't make it big even if it's not the thing that's going to pay my bills all the time I always have it in my heart and soul your music and to me that's success yeah yeah definitely one way to define it Um, yeah I don't think it will ever leave me ever Mm -hmm. like I don't have I don't have the capacity to not have it in my life somehow I agree yeah and I think most artists will say the same thing yeah yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Um, do you want to do side roads? Yeah, I think it's a perfect moment for that song, actually. We we wrote this song, oh man, years ago. And actually, oh, sorry. What? Should I? Maybe I shouldn't do this, but it was Quinn's 30th birthday. Oh. Years ago. It's fine. I've gone in reverse. Now I'm only 25. <laughs> I was going to say. Oh. <laughs> you don't and, look. I, mean, no. I, was, I would have guessed 25. Yes. Yeah. Never would have See? said that. I think the same. Going yeah. backwards. But uh, yeah, she was like having a little bit of a, a existential crisis about what does that mean and where should we be? And I mean, a and lot should of I buy a ninja? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Should I buy a ninja blender? <laughs> a ninja yeah. blender. How yeah. domesticated do I want to be in <laughs> <Yeah>. this life? <laughs> uh, and you know, I'm I'm five years younger, so I at the time like I've hit my my thirty year old crisis now, so I understand it. But at the time, mm. I was like, look, like you know, we're enjoying life. We're taking. We might not be taking the traditional path, but we love what we do and mm-hmm. we're happy and we, we pay our bills and, you know, we find adventure in free ways and it was all working for me. And, What's you know, we've, we've still done that. Yeah. So we wrote this song called Side Roads. And awesome. I feel like it still works for us today. I love this song. I think it's a great message. Say the time is all but lost. You turn 30, just pack it up and count the cost. But I don't believe them anyway. My life is full and there's things I've yet to do today. So I'll just write my songs. Watch the leaves fall, the rhythm moving right along. Taking side roads, gotta let me go my way. They raise a brow me, but I'm happy and free. They say that I was wasting time. It's a long shot. Even if you get it right and There were days I gave it up Those voices flooded in Mountain right along within I send them on their way That white picket fence just Doesn't draw me in Ooh, I know I'm taking side roads Gotta let me go Side 
yes, you are. And you took the side roads to Hermitage, Tennessee, to be on the Songwriter Connection podcast on their way from Indianapolis to their home in uh, Wilmington, North Carolina. How do you like it? You grew up there, right? I grew up there, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, and I was um, away for quite some time. As soon as I was 18, I was like gone, so... Uh um well everybody's you know place they yeah, grow up is I, like i gotta get out yeah you know yeah. i had to go explore and i'm happy that i did and met you and learned a lot of things about life and mm-hmm. but uh you know i'm really happy to be home yeah mm-hmm. i found out where no she was like from home? and i was like um yeah. we're gonna move there yeah <laughs> you know it was a dream for me growing up i was like really? landlocked in indiana my whole life right. in the freezing cold and i was like you live on a beach yeah let's move there yeah. oh awesome yeah <laughs> Very cool. we have like a little boat now you know yeah yeah, yeah it's yeah. it's a little tiny like 14 foot john boat but you know like we you could fit on there and, with us yeah oh, I'd love come it. I'd love definitely to come come visit <laughs> last time i went fishing was was there just off uh, oh nice uh, off uh, off of the wilmington i can't think of the area there but uh we went out and we we got some some mackerel mm. oh Ooh, yum. Very, very good. Yum. <laughs> yes yeah so we're really happy there you yeah. know um we were in charlotte for about six years wow and uh, met some great friends and, like, have a fantastic community in Charlotte, which we still visit quite often. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think Wilmington is our forever home. Well, uh, we'll set roots there. I want to know every time. I know, cause You'll have to come to Nashville every every now and then. Oh, yeah. And you better let me know when you're in town. Oh, well, yeah. We'll definitely. We'll some books and rounds and things like that. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. we definitely want to do a writer's round here. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. That's something we would love to yeah. do. So. Got to. I've yet to do that. Yeah. We'll make that happen. Yeah. Sounds absolutely fun. Absolutely make yeah. that happen. Yeah. You're wonderful. I've enjoyed meeting you. Likewise. Thank you. And hearing your harmonies. And uh, like I say, thank you for sharing your love with us. Thank oh, you. thank you. Courtney, Lynn, and Quinn, our guests on the Songwriter Connection. If all goes as planned, we're going to have the uh, Hall of Famer, Kent, Kent Lazy, back with us. He wrote uh, Tomorrow Never Comes and a bunch of other great songs. Uh, and just found out today, uh, we're going to have the Reverend Dr. Kim McLean back with us. Kim, great big hit songwriter, has that new book and CD out that she wrote with Loretta Lynn's before she passed away. And we're going to hear the whole story behind that. That's on a future Songwriter Connection podcast. So uh, if you're listening on uh, YouTube, please like and subscribe so you don't miss any of those great episodes. We'll catch you next time. Thank you for listening to the Songwriter Connection podcast. Find us on social media at Songwriter Connection. Also, listen to Dave Lanahan's Nashville Connections radio show. It streams live every Friday morning on WOBL and WNOI. Look for us on Facebook and YouTube. See you next time on Songwriter Connection. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation? Where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.